Hey guys, I just wanted to pop on here at the beginning of this and say that I just recorded this episode that you are about to listen to, but I accidentally did it uh, through the car audio microphone instead of through my ear pods. And I realized when I'm driving in the car, the audio is not great anyway. There is an exceptional amount of uh, background kind of white noise, road noise from the car uh, in what you're about to hear. But I just, man, I was really feeling the discussion. I really felt like it was a good one. So, um, and, and the thoughts there would be uh, valuable. So I decided to leave it intact rather than try to redo it. So I hope that the audio from that doesn't deter you too much. And um, anyway, thank you so much for, for being a listener and for listening to it. So um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'd love to briefly discuss something that bothers me, you know, with respect to young earth creationism. It's one of my kind of passion subjects just because I really uh, appreciate and love many of the people who are doing the detailed work in this area, the scientists and the theologians and those who seek to preserve this tradition of understanding Scripture, And I do believe there are great theological reasons and traditional reasons and textual reasons to hold to this position, even though so many in this day are, are going away from it and leaving it for alternative views. And, you know, one of the difficulties that we face is because this is a view that so, so intensely pushes against modern scientific consensus, you know, we get pushback that is, frankly, I think a little bit uncharitable, if not a lot uncharitable, and it has to do with, I mean, all kinds of things, but, you know, one of those criticisms is, oh, well, you know, young earthers, they don't even do science, they don't do real science, young earth creationism is not, not science, whatever, you understand the nature of the of the claim there. For me, I find that very offensive. I also find it very untrue just because, well, it's not. Uh, it's a misunderstanding of science. If you don't think that what a young earth creationist is doing is science, then you misunderstand science. You do. And uh, in terms of how to cash that out and maybe how we should actually understand science and things of that nature, I would just simply invite you to go on to stevestram.com and you can look up some previous episodes of my of my flagship podcast there where you, where you will have a kind of an in-depth treatment of such a subject. I forget the exact episode number, but I discussed this issue twice from different angles where I kind of talk about know how science is actually done and what science really is and how it relates to thinking about God's world so I would encourage you to go check check that out but you know it's just frustrating because we have people who are committed young age creationists who you know a lot of times those who go to work for or either start their own organizations promoting a young earth view do so only after having spent a lifetime being subject matter experts in professional capacities, many times secular 
professional capacities and they are even recognized professionals in their fields boasting high honors and you know having authored books and textbooks and and things that are considered to be authoritative in the fields to which they speak but you know suddenly they they come out as young earth creationists when they when they start devoting time with bigger organizations or whatever towards that position and then people especially in evangelicalism only find out about them uh, through that capacity and it's kind of like oh well this is this anti-science guy right um, and never giving any second thought to the kind of background experience they have etc I'm thinking right now of two guys specifically who work for Answers in Genesis Dr. Danny Faulkner and Dr. Tommy Mitchell both of these gentlemen, um, Danny Faulkner is a PhD astronomer, and Tommy Mitchell, who actually just recently passed away, was a medical doctor. And Tommy Mitchell has written numerous, numerous textbooks, have been involved in numerous projects, uh, many of those in his latter years with Andrews and Genesis, but he also wrote a couple before that when he was in the full-time medical profession. Dr. Faulkner taught at a university, I believe a secular university, um, and did some teaching at a Christian university, taught astronomy, taught the astronomy classes before coming to the creation view um, in terms of before teaching um, the creation view. He's always held it since he was a little boy, I understand, but he now teaches the creation view full-time for Answers in Genesis. It's kind of like a, an encore career or secondary career for him. And, the, I mean, that's just two examples. Uh, I'm thinking now of another guy whose work I, I reference a lot, um, very well-respected, even by hardcore atheists and other um, mainstream scientists in the fields which he works. That's paleontology, biology, and geology. And that's Dr. Kurt Wise. He received his PhD from none other than the famed atheist um, Darwin skeptic, Dr. Stephen Jay Gould, who, despite being such a critic of Darwin's particular understanding of evolution, was a huge critic of creationism. And he knew, he knew of Dr. Kurt Wise's commitment to the creation view. Dr. Wise did not hold that from him. And yet, because he was able to so ably demonstrate his ability and his knowledge with respect to the subject received from Dr. Gould, his PhD in paleontology. Dr. Todd Wood is another one that just comes to mind because I really admire him and respect him and, and appreciate his work. He's just another one who is well-trained in evolution, has written numerous books, um, has his uh, degree in evolutionary biology, PhD in evolutionary biology, very well respected by his peers. Nobody can legitimately say that the guy doesn't understand how the evolutionary paradigm works, and yet he is a very committed young age creationist and the kind of work that he does the kind of science that he does is real science all of these guys do real science 
And and yet, there's this thing that young earthers just don't science. Um, you know, let me just admit here that there are certainly those who are young earth creationists who... Um, I mean, I don't know a nice way to say it. I mean, they kind of just live on the fringe. I mean, you know, into a lot of this um, conspiracy theory type stuff. And that's not what I'm talking about, okay? I, I could just as well, I mean, I could lock arms with you and, and, and stand against that stuff and say, look, what we need to be doing needs to be based on solid evidence. It needs to be, you know, uh, I could even say it needs to be peer-reviewed. It needs to, you know, be able to pass certain standards of, of, of evidence. We have to have those. We can't just say anything goes. But at the same time, we do have to actually, you know, evaluate the arguments and, and, and things on their face. We, we can't just add hominem and say, oh, well, this guy's a flat earther, or this guy's a creationist, or whatever. We have to look at arguments and actually evaluate those to find out if a particular view should be, um, should be given any credit. So, it just seems uncharitable to me to say that young earthers don't science just because you disagree with their position. And a lot of times, you know, somebody will just think they have this silver bullet, this magic bullet thing that says, oh, because of this, creationism is definitely false and can't be believed. I can't tell you how many of those I've heard, but every one of them that I have evaluated so far depends upon presuppositions that aren't included in a creationist worldview. What I mean here is you actually have to evaluate the creationist worldview on the assumptions and the models and, um, and other kinds of claims that would go into it, okay? If you tell me that there was no global flood 4,500 years ago in the geological record, therefore, there was no global flood, I already know that you don't understand the science. I already know that you don't understand how creationism works. I already know that you don't understand how it works to evaluate evidence in light of the broader paradigm. You're missing the point when you say things like that. Okay, that's just one example. There are numerous examples, but it's, um, and, and this came out recently. Um, we had a very helpful discussion to this point. Um, me and Dr. Stephen Lloyd, we had this discussion on the Steve Stram show a few weeks ago, and I would encourage you to go to the website and check that discussion out. It's a long discussion, somewhere around two and a half hours, but man, was it fruitful and, and helpful and beneficial and really helps to explain the uh, creationist paradigm, I think, from a very charitable perspective and also from a very reasonable perspective. So I'd invite you to check that out. But that's the main point I wanted to make. It's just like, if you if you say that young earth creationists don't do science and, and you are critiquing the best version available of young earth creationism, which is, that's just, that's how you be charitable to people is you critique the best version of their arguments. If you're doing that and can... Um, and can still say that you don't think what young earth creationists do is science, then I think you are either being uncharitable on purpose or you don't understand how science works. And I'm sorry, but, but that's just my um, understanding of the issue. I, I mean, from all the research and reading I've done, and I've read, I've read many different sides here, if you don't understand how to evaluate 
things within a crisis worldview. Okay, I can understand that. There are, are There's modeling and stuff you're going to have to be willing to do. And most often, only the people who are passionate about making the case for creationism are going to go that far. You know, to evaluate a, a claim about the geological record and divorce it from a flood model is not to falsify the model. We actually have to see if the model works on its own terms kind of thing, okay? And so that is how it works across the board. And if you're not willing to do that, then you can't say that you have definitive evidence that creationism is false um, by just pulling out the one claim out of context kind of thing. All right, so that's my admonition for you. Again, I just kind of had that on my heart, had that on my mind. I thought I would, I would share that. And, you know, I'm passionate about making a, a case for young age creationism. I'm also passionate about working together with my brothers and sisters who disagree on that issue, locking arms for the greater cause of the gospel and saying, you know, yeah, we have this opinion. We think it's very important. We actually think it even has gospel implications. But let's go ahead and get them into our camp as soon as we can. I'm for that. I mean, I'm for... Uh, I'm forcing Christians, um, new Christians and new converts, uh, get into a relationship with the Lord and get discipled along those lines uh, more than I am compassionate about converting people to younger creationism. I'm, I'm excited about what creationists are doing in these days. I'm excited about some of the new um, you know, scientific advances that are happening and the new research that's coming out. I am really excited about that and I want to see people understand the view even more. But most importantly, I want to see people come to the Lord. And I think that when you have this infighting going on from either way, whether it's the intellectual snobbery towards creationism or whether it's the spiritual snobbery um, towards uh, those who aren't uh, young earth creationists, I think both of those are wrong and need to uh, frankly stop. So if you are um, excited about the content that we create, if you'd like to see us create more content, I would love for you to become a supporter of ours on Patreon. That's called Becoming a Patron. You can go to steveshram.com and look in the ministry tab and click on the donate button right there and that will take you directly to our Patreon page or you can go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SWSRAM. We would love to have your support. There are lots of cool benefits and you can you can actually support for as little as a dollar per month. So I would love that and um, if you would consider doing that, we would certainly appreciate your, your, your love and your support. And uh, worst case scenario, nothing else, just continue listening and uh, become a subscriber to the content that we put out. It's our pleasure and our honor and our ministry to do this for you. So God bless you. Thank you for being a listener and we will see you on the next one.